Hey, dog, where'd you find this? You know what that's from? Uh, I don't know about the hey, dog. I know where you're from. Where you, damn, like, damn. I thought it was oh, like, damn, damn son. Damn yeah. Son, oh, son, yeah. Son. See, see, you can't. Yeah, come on, man. I, I, come I, on, I man. He's like, damn, son. What'd you say before? You I said, hey, dog. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember being quite as corny. <laughs> Like, I could have sworn it was a little bit cooler than that. Like, damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> Tags. That's crazy. That, that must be a very big decision to make. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's just as a, as a DJ. Gangster Grizzles. Or yeah, gangster grills, you bastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's a that's a big that's a big thing. Cause yeah. It's like your tag. Yeah, you gotta you know you gotta you gotta find the person to do it. What is what is Zaytoven got? What is his? Um, this must be um, no recognizable. Yeah. Um, damn. I don't know. Hmm. I have no idea. Oh no! Take Keith. Fuck the news up. Yeah. I know that. If your metro don't shoot, no. If, if your metro don't, don't, what is it? If your metro don't trust you, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna shoot, shoot you. you. Yeah. That's yeah. funny because he had someone else do that. Like it. Like that's future, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. So like someone else saying your tag. <laughs> I mean, not to say like most people have someone else saying it, but to have like a known artist yeah. saying your tag. If your metro don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah, that's important. That shit gets stuck with you. Yeah. That shit's got to rock. <clears throat> I um imagine just choosing a whack ass tag and like ugh. random random note here. Uh, DJ Quicksilver um, at one point, maybe this was a couple years ago, was just kind of I don't know having a good day, and he was like, "Yo, DJs, send me your DJ name and your email. I'm doing free tags right now." Mm. And so like I sent that nigga my email address. Like a couple hours later. I got a tag back from DJ Quicksilver himself. That's right, and it was like it had some woman's voice. What, what, no, it was him. It was it was him. His voice, like oh. he was just sitting in his studio one day, just doing tags. But do for you things. use that though? Uh, I've never used it like live. I, I have it, but you have a tag. But you no, I'm thinking of a specific oh, no, no, tag. No, 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 that no, no, you no, have. no. I do have that tag, um, and it's a woman. Yeah, uh, catastrophic B. Shout out to her. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and what? How does it go? It's like, oh my god, Almighty. But in a woman's voice. <laughs> oh, that's right, because it's more like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. oh my, yeah, 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 yeah that's kind of good, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a little, a little sexy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is just, there is just a lot of absolute nonsense. Oh, nigga, my, Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. My name is Kia, aka Almighty the DJ. Yeah, yeah, Mike, we're definitely keeping all of that, by the way. Uh, and my name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A very, very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. And please do not forget to follow us at ALW Pod on Instagram. We don't got no follows. <laughs> the God in me honors the God in me each and every one of you. Can Instagram follows is difficult, man. Like it's just it, there was a point where it was just kind of rocking. Like it was like with yeah. posts, like they yeah. were just coming yeah. in. But yeah. It, yeah, I don't know what to do. So I don't know. Do you think uh, well, Stokes can? Oh yeah, Stokes <laughs> help, is yeah help out in in that in that area too. I the mean, newest member of the marketing team. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's about. He's definitely gonna have to come and do something. Yeah, I mean. May as well, right? He'll figure he'll, he'll figure it out. Shit, this he nigga knows. know the algorithms. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know anything about that. Um, okay, I thought that this would be off the rip. One, there's clearly a certain sort of energy. I think we, we might have a lot of fun today. Uh, and I spoke to a good friend of, of ours. This person plays flag football. All right. Okay, so we're on the same page. Cool. Yes. 
I knew as as the second him and I were having this discussion, I was like, I gotta come to the podcast and talk about this. <laughs> because I I I forgot that this was even a thing. Okay. He's he's in this chat for one of his many football leagues or teams that he's in. Mm-hmm. Because he plays in like four or five like different Damn. teams, like he plays a lot, yeah. And he's still coaching, like it, basketball. Or yeah, this nigga is active. It's absolutely insane. Like active. Yeah. So he's he's texting in this in this fucking chat, and I guess the the captain of this team, him and his his woman, they're having a baby, right? And okay. they just announced it to everyone: "Hey, we're pregnant. We're gonna have a baby." And he's like, "So we're not gonna be playing." In this upcoming, you know, tournament or whatever, this upcoming season, so we need a couple people. Do you guys think it would be all right to bring? Let's just call them fucking. Uh, <laughs> come over to Jack and Jill. Can Jack and Jill come play with us? <laughs> okay. Now, now our friend, let's call him Bill. All right. Bill knows Jack and Jill. He's also just here to play football. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Like it's it's fine. It's whatever. Then two guys jump in the chat and they're like, is that Jack Jack? With like eyeball emojis. <laughs> and then another dude jumps in and was like, yeah, Jack that took old boy's girl. Like he took, let's call this other guy Carl. He took Carl's girl. Yeah, a lot of names here. <laughs> Jack and Jill. Okay, these are the two people being proposed to come to the team. We got Bill, our friend, telling yeah. me this story. And Carl. And we got Carl, okay, wow. who is the person that supposedly got his girl taken from him. Okay. By Jack. Okay. And Jill is the girl. Jill is the girl. <laughs> Jill is the girl that got taken from Carl. Carl. Does Carl play on the team? He does not play on this team. Okay. So, see, so, okay, so that's where your mind's at. So, you're thinking he doesn't even play a part of his team so like what's it matter i mean unless the homies is like mad about it so so okay the homies meaning the one with the 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 eye emojis yeah yeah, those guys or anyone in the chat room so so that's where our friend bill is like fucked up he's like are you i didn't even know you guys are like friends with this guy i didn't know you're friends with carl like this and then he, then we just get in this conversation and start breaking everything down. Now, my mind is in m- mostly one place, which is the, f- the funniest and most interesting and remarkable part of this entire conversation. But we'll get to that point. And maybe just off of what I said, people are already thinking, like, what the fuck are you talking about? But we'll get, we'll get to that point. Mm-hmm. First of all, this guy's not a part of the team, so it wouldn't cause any weird dynamic on the team. Right. right. That, that was the first thing you were thinking. Yeah. Like, well, he's not on the team. So it's not like him coming is going to cause some weird tension yeah. between. Right. So that's not going to be the case. Second, our friend Bill didn't know that these two guys that are in the chat upset that these these moral police guys are upset at Jack for stealing so Jill that, from Carl. That's where I'm at. Like, are they upset? Are they going to J him? Like, what? I don't know anything about that. But Jay is in jump him for anybody that doesn't, that doesn't know, know that. that. Thank you for context. <laughs> because if you are, let's just run down the list of possibilities because it's they're all funny. Mm. 
if you are friends, if those guys in the chat, which I'm not going to give more names for people to remember, but the guys in the chat that are upset and don't want Jack to be a part of the team, if they are closer friends with Carl than Bill knows them to be, because he didn't know like why they would be acting this way, but if they are closer friends to him than, mm-hmm. than Bill knew, then let's go down <clears throat> that train of thought. <clears throat> if I'm, if you're my friend in real life, Keon, if I play on a league, dodgeball, basketball, fo- it doesn't matter what I do. If I fucking play chess and there's a chess buddy, somebody wants to come play with me on my team, <laughs> and this person happened to be with the woman that you were with a month ago or two months ago. Oh, it's recent. This is recent. Oh, so that matters to you. I mean, I'm just, I mean, it's, I, if I, it's a part of the story, let, just, let's, how, how recent would it have to be for, for it to be spicy for you? Let's call it three months. Cause I don't know. Okay. So we can just, I mean, we can just months, arbitrarily throw a number on here. Three, if, if his, if, if the friends that are in the group chat are heavily invested in their friendship with, um, Carl, with Carl, and it's been about three months, I could understand how they might be like, oh, this whacking is like this, this, oh, that Jack. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. You know all, right all right. All right. Cause I'm going to shit on that in a second. I was, and I'll tell you why. Okay. So, so <clears throat> recently or not, mm-hmm. this guy is going to, he's being proposed or he's being thought of contemplated on being part of the team. If that is your friend and as you are my friend, if someone leaves you and they come and start playing on my team, Along with that person that left you in that mm-hmm. relationship, bro, what do you, what do you want me to do about it, Keon? Like, do you want well, me to stop him from being on the team, or do you want me to just play football because that's no, what I'm here to do? See, as I said, I can understand why the friends could feel some sort of way, mm. but I'm not, and I'm not expecting them <laughs> to to like just to to whoop his or ass. To run me. down on yeah, him. Yeah, I'm not expecting that. Yeah. Like, and I'm not gonna be like, oh, well, oh, y- y'all still gonna play football? <laughs> y'all gonna play football with him? What like, if y'all what if y'all what if you go out to one of the games and like they playing so like they dab each other up, be like, hey man, good, good hey man, that was a good tackle, or hey man, good, good pull. I mean, hey man, you scored, hey, good touchdown. Like they they on the same team. Like <laughs> like is it, it 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 might be a little annoying, but I'm not gonna be upset with them. What if they go out? What if, the what if they go okay, out and grab them? Go. 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 I'm just I'm just I'm just running through because okay. I because I want to know exactly where what is people draw. What is, okay, yeah, where where's the draw? line? Yeah, where exactly. Is the line? What if what if okay? So what if they're dapping them up and they're just like, oh man, that was a good touchdown. You know what? Yo, let me buy you a drink, man. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me buy you a drink, man. Like, hey, you know, people are coming out. Come out with us because no one invited them yet. Come out with us, man. Now, if I do that, if I invite the dude to come out and drink, I'm, with us, I'm still not going to kill you over that. Like okay. this, this person is your teammate, right? Like it is what it is. Now, like, now, but, but, now, but you'd be upset though if like you were be you were going to be a part of that group that was going out for drinks though. Like, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't go. Like if I if I really felt some sort of way about the girl and this and what had happened, and I just maybe didn't genuinely dislike the situation that much i just wouldn't go right okay like i wouldn't i I wouldn't put myself in that situation okay okay because and and that's where a lot of my curiosity about this comes up is what are the particulars now since we don't know them we're just making a bunch up and just having a good time because because i don't know the particulars Uh of jill and carl's situation as Uh to why that didn't happen why she was stolen Uh now if 
we are friends and you get a woman taken from you. I keep using these words consciously. We're going to get to this. So she leaves and she's now with Jack. And then and then you are upset. So now we take this line. So now you are upset and you come to me and you just like, damn, nigga, like you really going to play football with him? Like you really going like you just going you just going to throw that nigga the ball, huh? <laughs> like, so if you come up to me with that, how should I be looking at you as a friend? You should be looking at me like, dog, I, <laughs> I understand where you're coming from, but you have to understand that, one, I was on this team before that nigga, <laughs> so I'm not just going to quit the team because 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 he on the team. Now. I'm not going to quit the team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I totally understand where you're coming from, but I don't think that should be enough to disrupt a friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're really good friends, yes. that shouldn't be enough to disrupt a friendship. Okay, okay, good. Because that's where a lot of this is sort of settled for me. That's mm-hmm. where a lot of this is, like, sort of held firm. Is is the relationship between you and this person firm or not? Like, I feel like the only way that I would really feel some sort of way against my friends about it is if, like, they just stopped fucking with me and, li- and, and then like just started <laughs> just hanging out with this nigga all the time. And I'm just like, damn, what happened? Because <laughs> then it's like, everybody left you. Yeah. It's like, yo, that nigga must be ill. Like, yeah. Like, he's that, cool. That would be the only way for me to feel some kind of way about that. Like, yeah. They, them niggas just like, oh, fuck Keon. Yeah. And that, just started hanging out with Jack. Like, no, that, no, that would... <laughs> No, that's a different level. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Okay, that's that's a completely different level. And I'm glad. Okay, we can take that into account. I don't think that that's, what, that's what's going on here. But one, what's funny is you said it would it wouldn't it shouldn't be enough to disrupt a friendship, and you shouldn't have to leave the team. Right. Right. So one, like our would, friend is would, is leaving the team. He's leaving the team because he just thinks that it's weird energy that these people are even worried about this. Okay. He's like, I don't even want to be around this energy. I think that that's a little over the top. I'm just like, bro, like, just just play football. Like, for, for, like forget about what they have going on. And like yeah, that, I mean, that little... I don't know. Does does he think like an argument is going to ensue on the field in the middle of a game? Or all he said to me, no. Well, all, I, know, all, I guess they do stuff outside of games too. So yeah, I mean, all he said to me was just like, it's just weird mentality, and he just doesn't want to be around weird people. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was that serious, but I was like, well, I mean, if that's what, if that's what you want to do, like, you don't need to be a part of it. I want to, you know what? I want to ask, like, this day and it, what exactly is having your girl taken? Oh my gosh, Keon, what is that? Okay, I'm gonna get into this very last point because that is the most remarkable and interesting <laughs> point of all of this, and that's what I was getting to. So I'm glad you got there before me. So the very last thing is if. So just so we can, you know, nail all these, these, uh, or hammer all these nails in the coffin. First one being, <laughs> I shouldn't have to even worry about you coming up to me because I didn't intercept, no pun intended, this guy coming on to the football team or not. Right. Right. Like I shouldn't even have to worry about that because it shouldn't even be that fucking big of a deal. We're out here, we're adults, we're playing fucking football. Mm-hmm. Secondly, if you did address me about it in some spicy way, I'd be looking at you very weird. Like, bro, <laughs> you need to you need to go relax. Like, you need a hobby. At this point, you need something to take your because you the way too much of your mental faculty uh-huh. is is honed in and like on and focused on this, mm-hmm. what's going on on a team that you don't play for, right? With someone that is 
not your friend, this guy, Jack, and someone that is no longer your woman, Jill, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you mm-hmm. need to forget about that. Right. And then if you're not even friends with these guys, so then I thought about, well, what if these guys aren't even friends with him? They're just playing the moral police. They're just like, nah, man, like I just don't fuck with that. Like I just don't. Like he took somebody's girl. Like I just don't. I don't rock with that. He took somebody's girl, so he he. Is, so he can't be over because he's untru. He he's, he's he's shady. shady nigga, like he might take my girl. <laughs> he might take mine next. Right. He <laughs> might leave Jill and take mine. Yeah. No. So, nobody's girl is safe around Jack. Some people feel that way about certain people. By the way, <laughs> some people have have become in certain circles notorious. Oh, Mister Steal Your Girl. Oh. See, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like that's like that's real that's just that's just the shit right yeah. that's like that's real that, that is Trey songs yeah also, for anybody that doesn't know that <laughs> also romeo santos i don't know if you, you know of this artist i believe he sings I recognize bachata. the name yeah but he's, don't, he's don't get me started he, he's huge he's a huge I'm artist sure. or whatever in you know latin america but he'll take you he's been known to be on <clears> stage <throat> and like starts like Lock eyes with your chick while you're in the crowd next to her mm-hmm. and like t- per- bring her up on stage and like be dancing with her I, and like rubbing yeah. it. Like, I heard I heard Chris Brown be doing that type of shit. Bro, too. people definitely mm-hmm. take women at concerts. You're not going to tell me that Trey Songs, Chris Brown, Romeo Santos, The Weeknd, like these people have not actively just like looked at someone that was in a relationship with the guy next sitting next to them their guy brought them to a concert and they got taken like just one of weekend's dudes or chris brown's dude just one of them just like hey man you trying to head backstage i know you're not on social media no and you may or may not have heard about this uh but there was this little thing uh going on with drake um like last week on Twitter, it's funny. I say like last week because we're we're beyond it. Oh now. yeah, we're done. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's it's a new week. Of course. Uh, but apparently, some he was saying something about uh some sort of basketball game and just you know kind of cheering cheering on your kids and blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of talking about his son. Like you know, if my son was doing this, like I'd be I'd be hype. Blah blah blah. And then some you know some some fuck ass nigga in in the comments was like. You know, all, all your son does is play with your ghostwriters. And so this nigga Drake went into his wife's DMs and was just like hitting her up just on some. I know. I think he said some shit like, I know you're lonely or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Jumped into this man's DMs and just started trying try, trying to have a combo with his wife. <laughs> And like, and like, and like, niggas was like, girls was talking about, damn, that's the best mother, best Mother's Day gift ever. This nigga got Drake in my DMs for me. Oh, like it was. Bruh. So we were just kind of on the topic of that, and I thought that was really fun. Okay, so you're right because this is gonna play. I, I'm glad you brought that up because that's gonna be an instrumental part of <laughs> of what of trying to answer the question that you raised. Let's get to this. Uh-huh. The guys jumped in the chat of our friend Bills and said, oh, you mean Jack Jack? Jack that stole Jill from Carl? And maybe I should have done this differently and Carl should have stole Jill from Jack since Jack and Jill is a thing. But whatever. Anyway. How do you frame a story to where someone is getting stolen? I When, when he, I, he told me this, my mind exploded 
because I forgot that people use that terminology. I, I, bro, I completely forgot that was even an idea in this world. Mm. I, I swear to you, I forgot it. I, I left that in like, in like high school. Mm. I completely forgot about it. Another cherry on top, these guys that said it, one of them is 40, the other one's 30. So these are adults. Oh, wow. The two guys in the chat, they're adult adults. Yeah, not like 18 adults. Yeah, no. Adult adults. Talking about he Stealing got he stole his girl. And I'm like, people's phones get stolen. <laughs> people's money gets stolen. People's cars get stolen. Those things have no say-so in the matter. They just get taken because they're inanimate objects. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, fuck. People forget that their significant others are people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like they keep like we're still we're still treating people like they're possessions. And uh, I'm just so I'm curious. Like, did, do you have any insight? I have nothing. All I wanted to do was come on this podcast and just throw a bunch like, of hypotheticals. I want to know how the theft took place. What, right. And so I thought, well, what what constitutes stealing? Because like, was there already some cheating going on? And, and Jill just decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to be with Jack. I'm going to just be with him. Like, like, because I know, because I know they wasn't out at the club one night and Jack rolled up on Jill and Carl looking like, yo, be, be, <laughs> like, what's good? What, what's good? I got this. I got that. Your man ain't nothing. It's good over dude, here. Dude. Like, I know it wasn't like that. <laughs> like, so, I, I, like, what is the what's the stealing? What, what Do exactly? you know how baller you got to be? You would have to be like a Drake. Yeah, exactly. You, you would have to have a completely different lifestyle yeah. that this person knows nothing about. Yeah. And craves on top of that. Yeah. To just walk up to someone and be like, yo, leave him. Stop playing with me. Leave him. I know you're lonely. I know you're lonely. Like, what you what you doing here with Bro, me? like, if if Drake started, like, DMing her but started sending, like, voice notes <laughs> and, like, started singing, <laughs> bro, like, that's that's dirty. That's playing dirty. Hey, but peep this. Peep this. Uh, and you let me know if you think this is corny or not. So after it happened, of course, you know, the, the guy, he took that as an opportunity to try to get rich real quick. Okay. So this nigga started making shirts with like, I know you're lonely, Drake. Uh, on them. Amen. I, I started seeing like promo flyers, these niggas mm. trying to host shit at clubs. Wow. Um, and craziest crazy thing about it is like this nigga is from like Falls Church. This happened. Yeah, this happened like around the way. Do you know if he I guess it was only a week ago, so we don't know if he's really about to come up off of this or not. But uh, he very I don't, he, I don't know. He, I don't know. He could. He could. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people are going to, I mean, first of all, that doesn't surprise me. Because if you're the type of person to just, to just comment dumb shit like, oh, your son does is play with your, go like, it, then you're definitely willing to then go screenshot what was sent to your woman or something like that. And then try to start posting it places, like uh -huh. post that thread places and try uh -huh. to come up off of it. Yeah. Because all you're doing is just jumping around on Twitter and being, you know, a little dick anyway. Yeah. So I could, I could easily see that being the case. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking about you know Joe being stolen and I'm like I the stories that we frame in our minds mean everything to us like that that's our perception of the world mm -hmm. but I again I just couldn't stop trying <clears throat> to figure out ways in which this person was stolen and I'm just thinking is that just 
that just must be a way of coping. Like that just must be what you tell yourself because she left you. Yes. You stole the words right out of my mouth. She left you, got with someone else probably a little faster than you thought she would. And now you felt as if she was stolen from you because she is a possession to you. Yeah, like she, whatever you guys had was broken. Right. She, Because if it wasn't, she wouldn't be with Jack. She wouldn't be with Jack. She would have felt secure in where she was at. Like now you, you got to start thinking about what happened. What might, what might have? What made? What did you do? What did you contribute? Like I yeah. talked about last time. Forget about blame. What? Did, how did you contribute? Because it, it might be half she got stolen and half you let her go or you gave her away or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you got to consider what, the what, whatever was going on over there with you. Yeah, she didn't like it. Right. You maybe maybe you knew and you didn't care enough to figure something out or you, you just didn't know how to figure it out. And that time lapsed and she left. Yeah. Or maybe you didn't know. Maybe she lied to you and said that everything was fine. And it wasn't because she didn't want to tell you mm-hmm. what the issues were. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't. You, I'm going to be honest with you. Not knowing. Saying that you're with someone and that's your significant other. And you just you can't see when things are not right. Right. That's wild to me. Yeah. Like you just can't tell. Like I don't like I, there are certain things. That have to be vocalized. You have got to right? have like, some sort of angle. Like, like the deeper nuances to what it is that's going on. But you should know if something is off. Mm-hmm. Like th- th- There has to be like a baseline and hopefully the baseline isn't shitty. Because if like the baseline frequency that you work off of with someone is things are cool. Like we're not super happy and kissing each other and th- tossing roses at each other all the time. But we're also not like kind of giving each other the cold shoulder and not touching each other as much as we used to and blah, blah, blah. Like, if it's just like baseline, it's just we chilling, we having a good time, then you should know when things are up and when things are down. Like, right. you, you should know the, the fluctuations between right. those things. Right. So I feel like you don't know just... Uh, the only way you don't know is if things have just been shitty. If like you don't want to know. Yeah, like, you don't want to know. You're willfully blind. Things have been shitty. So it's like, oh, well, things are always shitty with us. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand what the problem is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was... I thought that that was hilarious. Like, she got stolen from me. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, she just didn't... She found a better opportunity. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. she and she capitalized. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of opportunities out of here. I know you. We've all heard. You know, there's what uh, plenty of fish in the sea. Like they out there. They out there. That's fucking hilarious. Man. Yeah, I thought, I thought that that was so funny. But yeah, yeah. But to but for the guy, we've kind of talked about this before when it was the the woman that I picked up from a bar back in my asshole days, and she was dating a guy at the bar, and the guy in the bar he was working, and he came out. And was like, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, well, he, you know, Earl's about to just take me home. He, oh, he's about to give yes. me a ride home. And I just don't want to wait for you to get off work in like two to three hours. And he was just like, but I heard like y'all had a thing like in the past. And she was like, no, no. And he was like, are you sure? Because I heard it from a few people. And she was like, well, OK, yes, we did. But like, I promise, like, he's just going to take me home. And then he was like, man, whatever. He's home. And I'm, li- <laughs> I'm, I'm there on the patio as they're having this discussion 20 feet away from me. And then she's like, all right, let's go. And like, we get in the car and we go home and you know the rest of the story. Right. <laughs> and, the, and then and then the, the wildest part about that, and this is the most disrespectful thing, is like when you just treat people like they're stupid. Because then I was like, all right, well, after we got done doing what the fuck we were doing, I was like, all right, I'm going to take you home. She was like, no, take me back to the bar. I was like, 
you can't go, you, <laughs> you, your whole lie was based upon me taking you home like yes. what are you gonna do she's like it don't fucking matter he's stupid like what's whatever oh. it's like oh, 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 oh what a train wreck yeah 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 so so again it's moments like that that I've shared with other friends not just you where they're just like dude like you're a fu- like you're a homewrecker Earl like that's a terrible like you committed a terrible act. Like that is that is a punishable act. And I don't think I that I ever disagreed with that. Uh-huh. I think the only part that I disagreed upon was that it's solely my fault. And not only is it not solely my fault, but I think that there's so much more fault that is not mine uh-huh. than is. I think that if you're home wrecking, it's only because someone let you in the door. Ooh. Like, who the fuck unlocked and opened the door for you to come in there and wreck it? Yeah. How'd you get in the home? How'd you get in there? I yeah. didn't break in. Right. I didn't break in. I walked up there. The door was wide open. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a, there wasn't even a door. <laughs> it was just a threshold. I just walked through. It was a very welcoming atmosphere. 1,000%. 1,000%. Yeah. And and so, it's and again, it's, it's not just her, mm-hmm. right? It's not just the person that left the door open, so to speak, the person that's doing the cheating, but what did the other person contribute? Mm-hmm. Like, why does she, why is she just so ready to get in my car and leave? Right. Like, wh- like what is going on in y'all's relationship? With, like, that's just cool where, like, she does not, she does not respect you at all. She's going to lie to you. She says it doesn't fucking matter. He's stupid. Yeah. Like. That's the worst part. Yeah. It all oh, doesn't matter. He's stupid. Yeah. Th- like, th- this this was this was the person that had asked me, just, oh, just come all over, man. Yeah, like, I know. Like, I yeah. remember. Yeah. I so, remember. like, this person just didn't care at all. I had no cares. Like, that was just a wild story. That's a wild dynamic to have in a relationship. But it just, it mind boggles me when people have no idea who they're dating mm-hmm. and what the dynamic within the relationship is. Like, they're mm-hmm. just completely, completely unaware of everything that's going on. Yeah. So, when something happens... They're taken aback. It's from left field, and it's I got her. She she got stolen from me. Like wow! Like you have no idea is that, the is that part. Really, what happened? Like you have no idea the part that you played in this. Right. So yeah, I just wanted to start off with that because I thought that that was fucking hilarious. But Drake doing that is wild. <laughs> just hopping in someone's DM, just going straight to it, like not even responding. I'm like, I'm going straight to your wife's DMs. Um, that's crazy. No, I think he might have said he might have told him that he was going to do it, <laughs> which might be even worse. I'm pretty sure he told him he was going to do it. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. That's really wild, man. People's people's relationships, whether it's whether it's their friends, like, again, you know, uh, the, the guys that were in the chat that were the moral police to some degree uh-huh. and and Carl, they got his girl taken away, whether it's their friendship and why they felt like they had to do this on some weird figment of loyalty that doesn't really exist not in not in that sense or it's the actual relationship between jill and carl like it's people have people need to go back and just read like these real just just beautifully anecdotal uh allegorical stories like three little pigs it's just like it's stories like that just set you up for life it just your fucking house is straw, bro. <laughs> it's fucking straw. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's as simple as that. Like what you guys have is weak. It's weak. You guys have no infrastructure. It's not. It's just there's nothing going on. No over foundation. It. No foundation. As soon as the first wind comes, your shit is going down. 
You shit sucks. You got a fucking house of cards over there. Yeah, right. It's fucking whack. So yeah, people people really they gotta they gotta figure that out. Um, so I, I want to give an update on something that I spoke about last week. I talked about my dad in the boat, right? <laughs> no, uh, this in 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 quite honestly, this really had me thinking. Um, so I called you the other day, and I really got. He's never going to listen to this, uh, but uh, I hate to put him out here, but I'm going to because <laughs> <laughs> this should need to be said. Uh... Um, so I was at my parents' house for Mother's Day and, you know, I saw the boat in person. I showed you the boat. Yes. Uh, we talked a little bit about the boat. <laughs> Dismantled. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, my dad is talking to me. We're outside. He's showing me the lobster tails on the grill. He made a bunch of lobster tails for all the ladies. Um, I took one. Um, <laughs> I mean, there was enough to go around. But um, so, you know, he's like, hey, man, he was like, you know, hey. You know, we don't got to bring up the boat thing. All right, don't bring up the boat thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't, want, I don't want your grandma worried about it. Like, and like, to a certain extent, I get that, sure. But there's another side to that. There's another side to that. There, I, there is. There's, there's, there's some vulnerability that's afraid to be had in that situation. And I think that's nuts. So I stopped past my mother's house today. And she, you know, I didn't even notice this, but she brought it up when I got inside the house. Um, my dad had just walked out and he was like, she was like, you see that canoe gone, right? I go look out the window. I was like, damn, yeah, it is gone. And she was like, your dad ain't said nothing about the canoe. I just came home one day and it was gone. <laughs> and I was like, damn. damn. Like he re like, I don't know if that's just something from, from the trauma, trauma. From from it being traumatizing, mm. like, or is he just afraid to, afraid to be vulnerable and admit he took an L? Right. Like, I'm just like, he, damn. He got them memories added yeah. in, like, out of sight, out of mind. Ain't gonna be no canoe for y'all to even talk about. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Like, it's really like that, huh? Like, I, it just seems like a mixture of things to me. And I don't know, girl. That shit. It's a little unhealthy. No, it's it's a, it's a lot unhealthy because the very first thing I said to you was, well, would your grandma actually be worried? Because there are certain people that are just going to worry that clearly you're alive now. Yeah. Like you didn't capsize with the boat and drown at the bottom of the Potomac. Right. But I'm afraid and worried that this is something you plan on continuing to do. And if this was your very first time out here doing this, I just don't know what to expect in the future. That could be a worry. Right. But that worry could very easily be quelled if you just said, oh, no, I'm done with this. Right. Right. So that's why, to me, it doesn't seem like that's really at the at the oh, center, yeah. at the core of this. Well, and the thing is, obviously, I've known my dad for a very long time. I knew that had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like, I, I know you too well. Like, that had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Because she wasn't going to be worried. Right. You know what I'm saying? She was, might, she might have been a little taken aback. Like, oh my God. Like, like, oh, what happened? Like, how did you, yeah. you know, how did you manage like, to Like, give escape? me the details. Yeah. yeah. Right. But she wasn't going to be terrified for him to ever go out and do it again. Right. Like, it wasn't going to be like that. So I knew it had nothing to do with that. Hmm. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah. I mean, we know. I mean, come on, man. What, 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 what? Uh, general is that's just Gen X, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, listen. People say that the kids these days are way too sensitive, and they cry over everything, and they, they you know, the teachers can't tell them nothing, or else the teachers get fired. Like, it's just like we raising a bunch of bitches, right? Like, that's that's a lot of people say that. Uh huh. And I guess we're we're the generation right right before that. So, I mean, I mean. I, oh, 
I hate to say it's like right afterwards because I'm not in no way, shape, or form am I calling him what I just said. <laughs> but but Jacory just quit track yeah. day one. He was like, oh, nah. He was like, Tad, they made me tired. <laughs> it's like, well, Jacory, like. This is like you're running. Like this is sport. yeah, but dad, you don't understand. I was tired. <laughs> it's like oh, oh shit. All right, and then and then the generation before us, they well, we you like feel them. we feel like they a little too hard. Like they won't let any emotions out. So we're always looking around and just thinking that there's something wrong over here, but there's something right in that. And I think that that is the way to look at it. Mm -hmm. I think that there's just something to take from everywhere, which is why I think you should open your mind to future generations and past generations and try to take as much information as you can from all of them, but never to just truly adopt any one way. Cause there's going to be something wrong with that. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's, it's, I don't think that you should just be running around and crying with, about everything that happens. Like you have to develop some sort of tough skin. Yeah. But in order to develop the tough skin, you have to go through adversity. Yeah. So you, so you, you just kind of there's got to be there's got to be balance there. Yeah. But you you have to you have to be willing to speak about your feelings because that's adversity as well. Mm -hmm. Is being able for a lot of people is to being able to surmount your feelings and, and express them to other people. Sometimes that's people's largest mountain to climb yeah and i'm starting to wonder if i would have even found out about this if my mom didn't tell me right yeah like he might not have the, the i might the he canoe might have just been there and gone before i ever seen he it. got the canoe out of there and didn't tell me but what he sold it for I who just, he sold it to i just seen it what's today thursday yeah thursday. the canoe was there sunday yeah he got that S thing up sunday here. was mother's day i saw the canoe I wonder if he just put it somewhere. He, I mean, you can sell stuff quickly. There's, I mean, no, yeah, probably. But it's what just does he like, use? eBay, Facebook, shopping uh, store, whatever I don't that's know. called. I've never known him to sell anything. But the thing is, is like my mom doesn't even know what happened to the canoe. Yeah, like that's it's just gone. <laughs> she was like, she was like, the canoe. she came like she left for work one morning. Wait, she retired now? Yeah, she, but she, she, yeah, she, she works like three days a week. Okay, now. so she left to go do something or whatever, and came back, and that was gone, and it was yeah. just no discussion about yeah. it. Yeah, it just. Yeah, just, that, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, he come, just he just tried on, to sign. sweep that about it. Yeah, that under the like when he told me that, I'm just thinking in my head. I'm just giving him like the side eye. Like, mm, yeah, like, like just relax. Like yeah, it's like I got you, bro. Like relax. Like it's not that deep. I'm not gonna say anything. And I, I I wasn't about to like I and I'm not even the type of person that was just gonna bring that up out of nowhere. Anyways, you know what I'm saying? Like if somebody else started talking yeah. about it, I would have chimed in. But I wasn't just gonna come down the steps like, ha, you heard about you heard about dad, right? He got, oh, oh, I would have with my dad but that's only because like it would have been fine like my dad can, he can laugh at himself like it would have been fine because yeah. i definitely would have fucking roasted my dad because <laughs> i've done that before especially with the fucking story about him about to beat somebody up in adams morgan like yeah. i've brought that up for yeah. sure that was ridiculous especially the part there was a part he had on his phone recorded because he was recording him like oh, as, he was, as he was screaming at him and is <laughs> it one of the people like knocked his phone out of his hand <laughs> And you just see that shit fly and like hit the ground, and he runs over and picks it up, and he's just like, "You knock my phone out my hand one more time, I'm gonna knock you the fuck out." <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Imagine my dad. He was like, you knock my phone on my hand. One more fucking time, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. Hey, I ain't I never like, seen your dad come with that kind of energy. I'm like, nothing. That's what I'm saying, bro. Just imagine you, the guy that you saw. Like, what was that place you the got? Hamilton. Yeah, the Hamilton coming up to you, yeah, you know, this, giving you hugs yeah. and kisses and giving you money for drinks. And yeah, that like guy. This nigga in a, in a, in a turtleneck with a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with, with a beret a, on. Yeah, like that. He ain't punching nobody. Like, come on, man. Hey, man. Hey, he has a, he has a, he has a short fuse sometimes. Yeah. He definitely does. Uh, but this was the last part I wanted to get off because I'm sorry because this this whole relationship thing got my mind spinning <laughs> about people's relationships being trash. <laughs> I I was speaking to someone that had gotten out of a relationship and recently in life, and I think that on both sides of this relationship, the participants started. Going like started exercise and they said, you know, you, you do that thing afterwards where you try to recreate yourself, you try to get yourself like back on track, whatever that means. So you because I guess you were off track in the relationship. So you start exercising and fucking reading books and studying for whatever and getting a new job and trying to make more <laughs> money like you're trying to like you're trying to elevate. Right. Maybe you change your hairstyle or something. You know, there's all these different, you know elements of recreating oneself after they get out of a breakup uh -huh. and i always find that to be interesting because i guess it's it's sort of like your dad getting that canoe the fuck out of here like i need to rinse myself of this past relationship in canoe what canoe exactly what are you talking about i ain't never canoe i ain't never had no canoe i don't even know how to i don't even know how to get in a canoe <laughs> well we know that i think i don't even know how to swim why would i even get in a canoe <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a whole wild, another wild thing is just to even deny that that ever even took place. You saw a canoe? Where? <laughs> but my 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 fascination in becoming a whole new person after a relationship is like, why are you doing this? <laughs> what 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 is happening where you need to become better now? Because you, I don't know, you probably realize there's some areas where where you fucked up. Maybe you took some accountability for after the breakup. And, and, and that's where things are fucked up. Because that's my whole point on, if you're a part of a partnership, I feel like that's what is supposed to be happening. is just beaming of information and, and judgments and attributions back to one another. Let you know, like, hey... You know what? Positive reinforcement here. You did that thing. That's great. And then that'll probably have the person start doing whatever that thing is more. Mm -hmm. You just give people like a little bit of positive reinforcement and you'll start seeing them do some shit that you've already wanted them to do like a lot more. Just mm -hmm. like t tell somebody, hey, man, like good job on that. Or like, hey, I see you over there. They're like, oh, shit. Like, OK. And then they're going to start doing it more. So uh -huh. that's that's a good way of getting somebody to do some shit yeah. in a non-manipulative <clears throat> way. Like, yeah, whatever. And I'm thinking, why? Why weren't you doing that in the relationship together? Like you, you have time to do it. They have time to do it because now you're doing it separately. Like you guys are both, you, again, studying to become fucking astronauts now and, and going to the gym. Like, why didn't you do that together? You, what, you could have saved the relationship through, through having shared interests and, and bonding in setting down those bricks that would have been the brick house and the three little pigs in as opposed to the straw house. Yeah. Like you could have been doing this together, but you decided, no, I need to boss up after the breakup. I mean, the breakup is is a 
it's a catalyst. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 the it's it's a reason mm-hmm. to 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 uh, you know that I was in that relationship and my hair was long. Now that I'm not in it anymore, now it's short. <laughs> <laughs> now it's green. Yeah. Now yeah. I work out. <laughs> you know, it's just a lot of people do drastic things after stuff I, like that. I feel like being in a relationship is more than enough reason to do things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if people just shifted their perspective to okay, I got this person because people have respect for people when they're there's something about novelty. I heard this from a, from a close a close loved one of mine recently that they they realize that their problem is their love of novelty. Mm-hmm. And so once they've been around someone for, you know, over a few months or whatever, they're no, that person could be, they found them wildly attractive when they first met them. And they that person hasn't changed or has only maybe gotten more fit or more to that person's specific likings over the past couple months. But over a few months, they no longer like them anymore. Like they're just they're just over it. The, the novelty isn't there anymore. Like it's, it's nothing fresh. It's nothing new. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the issue with that person not being able to see what's fresh and new about a person each and every single day. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's a huge issue. But you just it's it's just a, it's just a, a, a wild. It's just a, it's just a wild idea to me. Like, 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 are you like seeing what I'm saying to just like you're, you're with someone and you like them at the start a lot mm-hmm. and you got them and because you got them and the game is over, you now don't care or respect them much at all. So then you drop off and you stop doing all the things that you did to get them in the first place Mm -hmm. and you just get comfortable and you slack. And it's like that person is still that person that you were doing all those things to get them. But now you don't, now you got them and you don't think that keeping them is as difficult as getting them. Because for anyone that needs me to clarify any further, keeping someone is much more difficult definitely than attracting them in the first place definitely but i just feel like people kind of have that backwards and like they get people and then they just let let go and then they just do whatever and just expect the person to kind of be around and be comfortable with them yeah yeah that, yeah so i thought that that was just wild yeah you know, people oh. telling me these stories i'm like why like why are you doing all these awesome things right wow. out of the breakup like why do people do that <laughs> aside from the obvious i want to flex on them and post this on Instagram so that they feel like shit because I'm no longer a part of their they life. Le- they left me. Wait till they see these gains. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's weird. Um, I asked you a question last pod about <clears throat> why people think the way they do. Why would someone do a certain thing? And we were specifically talking about that gentleman that went, you know, <laughs> went crazy in the in the loading dock. Um, <laughs> so guess what? I, I spoke to him and we had about a 10, 15 minute conversation about what happened that day and what was going through his mind. And specifically the guy that did the punching. The guy that did the punching. Yes. Wonderful. How did that come to happen? Um. So first of all, I thought I locked this nigga out of the building. Right. You did say that. I thought that, I, but apparently 
I went and when I saw him, I immediately went back to my office and looked in the system and his shit wasn't suspended anymore. Oh, so I thought that was weird. Uh, um, uh, he, so, he got somebody on the inside. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, doesn't matter to me. Oh, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> uh, when are you gonna make that announcement? Are we, do we have to wait until that time to um, let the people know why you don't care? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm leaving my place of work to go to another place of work. <laughs> well, we can get a whole new slew of stories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get into that maybe another time. But yeah. I am gonna tell you um, what he said to me. Yes. And how wild it is how people just don't hold. Well, I ain't gonna say don't hold themselves accountable, but don't hold themselves fully accountable, but come up with the craziest excuses as to why they do things. So it's like the end of the day. And I'm assuming that this is why I saw him because he knew that we were about to close up. So I happen to be going past uh, his unit and I see him at the unit and, you know, I give him a little space, but I'm like, hey. And he didn't turn around at all. He just says, hey. Uh, didn't turn around and look to see who I was. Nothing. Oh, that's kind of wild. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, I was like, everything good. <laughs> and so he turns around and this nigga's like, do I know you? Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, why do you have to play this? Game? Right. Right. <laughs> right. And I'm like, yeah, you don't remember the whole incident in the loading garage, like a week or two ago when you punched somebody in the face <laughs> And I was out there with you. You don't remember that? And he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, I've been meaning to uh, talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, so he's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I know that was I know that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I know probably, you know, I know you probably think, you know, that I'm just some crazy person. And he was like, but that's not that's really not me. You know what I'm saying? He was okay. like, he was like, you know, what I think happened is exactly what I said. I think somebody probably hit my car earlier that day, but I just wasn't sure. Okay. And so he was like, you know, I came in the office and I was asking you if we could look at the cameras. And, you know, we was walking out the office because I know you had to help them other people real quick. And he was like, but that guy, he was coming up to me real fast with that cart. And he was like, you know, I just come from a place where when somebody kind of approach you with a little, you know, a little too quickly like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just come from a place where, you know, you got to do something. And I'm just looking at this man like, really? Like, you just going to put all the blame on him. Yeah, nah. I'm not rolling. <laughs> if for, I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling. So, because, go ahead. I'll let you finish. So, he's like, you know, like, what was he pushing the carts over there in that direction for? Ain't nothing over there. Ain't nothing over there but the office. Ain't no trash over there. The trash was behind him. Like he trying, he trying to do the math. Wow. He trying to do the math, trying to put it all together as to 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 justify it. Him winding up and punching a stranger oh, straight in oh the no. face. Hold on. And according to him, he was like, it wasn't even a wind up. He was like, it ain't like I knocked the nigga out or nothing. He was like, I kind of just mushed him. He fell over. Oh. He was like, I ain't even use my dominant hand. If I would have hit him with the <laughs> other one, I'm all right, all right, all right, all right, all verbatim, right. <laughs> verbatim, <laughs> verbatim. He was like, if I would have hit him with the other hand, then you know what I'm saying, it'd been something different. It'd have been something different. I hit him with the other hand, but it was more of a mush. And then he kind of, he just kind of fell over. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, when I approached him, he was, you know, I was like, I said, I asked him if he hit my car and he was like, nah, I hit your car. And he was like, oh, damn. Well, I guess it wasn't him. And I'm just looking at this man like, 
nigga. Uh, what is going? Like so, that's what was that's that's what goes through your mind. That's what was going through your mind. And he I don't like, know if this gives us more clarity I don't or, think it or not. Like, but I, I needed to tell you what he said. Yeah, though. this might make it more confusing. Because, I mean, all it really just means is that he just doesn't have a, a good head on his shoulders. No, of course not. Yeah, like not even in the slightest. Of course not. Um, And so, you know, he was like, you know, when I left, he was like, you know, all I was thinking about is like, you know, I didn't just did something stupid. I just punched somebody in the face. They didn't even hit my car. And, you know, I done made I done made things hard for you. You got to, you know, you. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you did. OK, <laughs> so he has some sort of reasoning skills. Like he was able to come up with that on his own. Yeah. Yeah. OK. All right. That shows me a little something. Yeah. Um, But he was like, um, he was like, you know what I'm saying? And then and then he was like, you know, I, you know, I've been, I grew up, I grew up in this type of community, that type, that type of community. You know what I'm saying? I'd be looking over my shoulders and I was like, I was like, I was like, damn, you got people after you? He was like, yeah, I got people after me. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Cause there's one thing to come from a certain place. And it's another thing to come from a certain place and people are after you. And the fact that he said it like, yeah, nigga, like you don't got people after you. Like, <laughs> that's not that's not the life that we're living. No, like, there not. aren't just people after us. I don't I have, look over my shoulders. I don't have any enemies. I don't know what that's like. Do you know you don't know what that's like either? Nigga, hell. I don't nah. have enemies. I told you about that one time that I texted that chick from my past. That came to the place that you and I lived together, and I just got a snap because her and I would talk, and I just got a snap from like some dude flicking me off, and was like, "Nah, nigga, you ain't never gonna hang out with her again." Blah blah blah, and then like, and started making fun of me because of something like me selling tea because I used to work at Tivana, so now I was like, "Yeah, why don't you just go sell some more tea with your lip dick ass or something like that?" And I was like, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like. I'm, like I'm not I can't I can't give this energy like this is ridiculous. The only enemy that I've ever had was young Ace. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, nah, you had no, nah, it, it was three people. You had a you had a rap beef with a, with a rap group. It was three guys. <laughs> and if they, I don't remember the their other I don't I, mean, I, I know their names. Yeah. I just don't know their rap names. I ain't about to tell you their names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but y- yeah. Young Free Oh yeah, Young Free. Young, Young Free, Free was one. I don't remember the last one. Though. Yeah, I know who he is, but yeah, I, I don't yeah, remember yeah, the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I hope all of them are doing well for sure. Um, in their lives, um, in all their endeavors, I will say that. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I mean, and this happened in like high school, so this <laughs> nobody should take any of this seriously. <laughs> nobody should take any of this seriously. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. So you know, he left. You know, I guess maybe he found a little morality and was because um and I was telling him I was like yo that guy like he just moved like he was just moving his daughter in to store some stuff right. for college and he and you know what I'm saying like he's not one of your enemies he's not like you think this nigga was posted up in the garage he knew you rented here and was waiting for you to come up but here bro that like, but that's the thing we don't know just like Miss Anonymous they used to work they used to you know uh, rent space at your place and she just did everything just. W- weirdly like she wanted to be off the map Uh she wanted no paper trails of any sort Uh you don't know what like he immediately answered you yeah got people looking for me he doesn't know if he knows exactly what those people look like like that could be a larger cohort of of people like you you don't you don't know like it could be i have beef with you but because i have beef with you 
I got beef with three or four of your friends that I don't necessarily know. Right. I don't know what they look like. Uh-huh. And if somebody just start walking up, like I got to be on my P's and Q's because I don't mm. know if they if they're affiliated with you or not. Uh-huh. That's a real thing. Imagine mm. that. Yeah. Like you can't be in the city that you reside in, yeah. <laughs> like without looking over your shoulder when you go pump gas, when you go grocery shopping, you go to extra space. It's like that dude in the, uh, in the loading dock a couple months ago couldn't even tell me his name. Right. Yeah, I can't do can't that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that recently. Like, damn, like living in a place, being in, being, being a person that cannot even give you their name because they're afraid there may be some repercussions I, from it. I've never thought twice about giving someone my name. No, my name is K E I O N. I've never like, thought twice. Come on. When I, I mean, even when I come on the podcast, it's great living life in truth. Because when, when I, whether I'm on the podcast or I'm, I'm, I'm talking on the other podcast or I'm, I'm speaking to people in real life, it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter. Want to know why? Because it was true. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, if someone has an issue with what it is I had to say, they can come talk to me about it. Right. It's, it's completely because I didn't I didn't go lie to anyone about something that happened or mm-hmm. go shit on someone, throw dirt on anyone's name. I, nothing pejorative came out of my mouth about so like that didn't <clears throat> happen. So. Come talk to me about it. It's completely fine. But to be in the the inverse of that, mm-hmm. where someone is just, they live such a shady, shifty life where just everything is a lie. Yeah. Like you're constantly lying to people and having to compound lies on top of lies and just be thinking about the lie you told to this person last week. And if this person possibly knows this person. And if that information was conveyed to this new person you're talking to, so can I get this lie off or not? Do I need to try a new lie just in case to back up the lie that they may know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, That's it's stressful. It's straight, like, bro, it, lying effectively, it, like, just through life, not just one time, but being a habitual liar, it takes so much brain power. Mm-hmm. Like it's it I would I would honestly think that it would it would stave off Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> I think it's one of Being the a habitual lie. I mean that makes sense. I think so. I think it's one of those things. No, you trying to get me. I got you. I got you, bro. This is a 64 ounce, my nigga. <laughs> I, I got you. I'm on deck. I, I fill this up. I usually drink like two or three of these a day. Full? Yeah. Like- yeah, especially if I go if I go to the sauna. What's that? 60, 120, 180, 188, 192 ounces if I did my math correctly. Yeah, I can't check your math cuz I'm not that guy, but yeah, it's I mean, I yeah, I drink a lot of Damn. I drink a lot of water, especially on days where I'm eat where I eat less, I just drink a, a ton a ton of water. And it's it, delicious. Yeah, and sometimes I'll sit in the sauna. These days I've acclimated to different, you know, sauna degrees, like temperatures, so Sometimes I'll sit in the sauna at the gym for now, like 40, 45 minutes and just sweat. And I fill that thing up to the top and I drink it from top to bottom mm. so I don't dehydrate, pass out and die. Yeah. You yeah. do that. Yeah. It's very, it's very <laughs> important. But yeah, man. I, okay, well, listen, how about this with this guy that punched this guy? Are there any repercussions or is he just oh, yeah, in there? No, no, like, no, 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 he's getting kicked out. Oh, oh, okay. I was just about to say he came in and was like, yeah, man, like I felt bad on the way home and I thought about, you know, this guy and I thought about you, man. I'm not, that's my bad, bro. And like, it's okay. Like, nah. no, you still assaulted a well, man. here's the thing. I ain't heard shit from, from the police. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't heard nothing from them. I don't know what they doing. I have no idea. Nobody's come 
ask me about nothing, question me about anything. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe one of those police departments that got defunded. <laughs> they don't got enough. They don't got enough manpower now. It's just no, like, man. oh, it's like, oh, a dude got punched at extra space. Listen, we don't got enough in here for that. All right, we like we got we got three guys in here yeah. now. All right, niggas get punched every day. B. Yeah, like nah, yeah, <laughs> like, nah. We we need we need something way deeper than that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know what? Let's let me let me tell you this story because I just thought that this was funny. This this brings me to people feeling like. They don't have stories going on in their life, but I would just feel like people just don't know. I was talking to T about this the other day, that people just don't know uh, how remarkable certain instances are in their life. But I found this funny. And this also has to do with narratives in our mind, mm -hmm. which is what everything has had to do this entire podcast. It's funny how this stuff works, right? It's almost like I do this. <laughs> um, I went to go get my fucking tire patched up the other day. Went to one of these places, you know. Damn, nigga, I feel like you just having a lot of shit with your car lately. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you it driving? It happens, at? man. It happens. I, you just you just drive. There's construction everywhere. Yeah, you must. Oh, there. There's con there's construction all the time. I'm driving to work. I gotta I gotta swerve out of the way of possums and otters, turtles, deer. Did I tell you I almost got in a car accident the other day? No, like, you like didn't. a couple weeks ago. No, you didn't. I didn't tell you. That I was driving my car. I didn't, bro. I was driving to work a couple of weeks ago, and it was dark. It was it was early in the morning, Must right? Have like, had a detour on Coon Tree. Nah, it was it was a couple. It was like a mile off of Coon Tree. It, it was near <laughs> it was near Coon Tree Road. <laughs> Crazy, and I'm I'm driving the car. I'm probably going like I'm forty. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Go sorry. Ahead. You can't tell me that that wasn't named that on purpose because it could have been Coon Road. It could have been Tree Road. Coon Tree Road. Someone racist did that on purpose. It's kind of wild. Yeah, but go ahead. It's, it's kind of wild. <laughs> Listen, I told you the very first day I was driving there for my for my interview, I passed that and I was like, hmm. <laughs> like, I really contemplated, like, is it, like, should I work here? <laughs> like, like, should I, like, I don't know. <laughs> Like it's black owned, but like I don't know. Like they don't own the whole, like they don't own all the miles, yeah. you know, that surround this place. Like uh -huh. they, they, I just passed Coon Tree Road. Like uh -huh. I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I gotta keep passing. This is gonna be my route to work. I don't know if I should keep passing this place every day or not. Anyway, I'm driving down this windy road. You remember what the, that windy back roads is? It's in the yeah. plains area. Yeah. Beautiful, by the way. That means a lot to me. That means so much to me because I know a lot of people just are sitting in bumper to bumper traffic all day long, just looking up the ass of an F-150 Ford. Like, <laughs> like that's all they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I just get to see pastures and cows and horses and clouds and undulating. You know, I love that word. Undulating, rolling hillsides. Don't let it be a sunny day. It's all oh, sunny days, sunsets, whatever it is. It's it's beautiful. It could just be like a foggy day and you can just look over, look like the fall. You probably catch some sunrises too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, bro, it's, it's beautiful out there. So that means a lot to me for, for that to be my drive in and out of work every day. I feel like that really makes a huge change, like just in my fucking neurochemistry. Like there's something going on when I just get to look at that every day. I'm driving and it's a beautiful day as it always is. And I'm going like 40 miles per hour down this windy fucking road that's going uphill, downhill, around this bend, around that bend. And I come up over this hill where you can't see what's on the other side of it. 
right? So I'm coming up over the top of this hill. And again, I'm on my P's and Q's because I've been driving this road for six years now. Wow. It's been six years. I just wow. had my six year anniversary in nice. March. Nice. There's a deer 25 feet ahead of me. I'm just picture this. I'm driving on the side of the road I, my car is supposed to be on. It's a two lane road. The deer has already crossed the double lane mark. It is in the other lane walking away from me, mm -hmm. going the other direction. Mm -hmm. It is in the lane where the other cars would be coming opposite me. Mm -hmm. But I know deer and I know them well. So as soon as I even see that this deer is like 25 feet ahead of me, which again, 25, 30 feet, which is nothing when you're going 40 miles per hour, mm -hmm. I already slowly start to dip to the right a bit. I don't have much room because the streets are narrow and it's just like ditch pasture ditches on each side, just grassy knolls on each side. <clears throat> and I slowly start to like kind of veer off to the right. And this deer is walking in one direction and, and senses the car coming and turns its head as deers do and jumps backwards, lunges back the way it came from, like trying to lunge its head into my car. <laughs> it was already going the way it needed to go to get further away from my car and further away from the way that it came. Uh -huh. But it decided to jump backwards, head first, and I swerved just enough off to the right where I just missed its head. Uh -huh. I may have just like tickled its nose. <laughs> like I just got out the way and my car went off into the grass. I'm off road now. There's no cement oh. underneath my car at all. Oh. I'm off road now. Just oh, and I just and, and I was so <clears throat> locked in to the moment, and I'm just and just whipped it back onto the road, and it was just dirt awesome and sound effects. By the way. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> dirt and and grass just kicking up behind me everywhere, and I just find myself back on the road, and I just continue to drive to work. <laughs> and I'm just, and I'm like, okay, well, that's done with, and I just continue to drive to work, and I and I just go to work. But that, yeah, like that was, I just had to lock in at a certain moment and just just laser in on the moment. Do you have roadside assistance in your insurance? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. If I end up somewhere, I'm gonna be good. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And I got some backup from a homie too. I don't know what that means. It means that if I didn't have it, I still got it. It's okay. it's like this. I don't got a Netflix account. Okay. Ask ask me if I've been watching Ozark on Netflix though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I mean. Like like, okay. I, like I'm good. I'm I'm good regardless. I got you. Um. Now I go to get my tire passed up. <laughs> Not necessarily because of this incident. It's already just been. Every few days, I would have to go put air in it. Like it was. Oh nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, like it'd be like like I'd fill it, I'd fill it up, but then like every like three to four days, like the air tire pressure light would come on and be like, ah shit, like all right, I gotta go, I gotta go refill this. Come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, people don't really live like that. Well, 
I, I would think not, that not when a patch up job is twenty five dollars. Not yet. oh, especially not when a patch up job is twenty five dollars. Yeah, because have you ever not got it patched up before? Yeah, I just go to like a Ron's used tire shop. You don't got to go to anywhere crazy. You I've don't got to buy a whole new tire. I haven't had a flat tire in a long time. Oh yeah. So so I took it up to you know Ron's used right up the road. Knock on wood. Balls Ford Road. And I <laughs> I pull up. I walk in the I walk in the little lobby. They just like, oh yeah, we can do that for you. Go ahead, drive it around back. I drove it around back where they do all the work, and I pull up, and this Hispanic guy walks up to the car. And there was just something wrong off the rip, like off the rip. But it was it wasn't like bad, bad. But I knew that this was, it was gonna get awkward from the rip because I was just reading it a mile away. <laughs> I pull up, and I you know I pull my my window down, and he comes up. With way too much familiarity, he was like, "Oh hey, hey, what's going, my man, my man? How are you doing?" And he like, I, you know, he sort of like gives me the pound, and I pound him. I'm like, "Hey, what's going on?" He was like, "Beautiful day, right?" I was like, "It is a beautiful day, man." He was just like, "Oh, back so soon?" I was like, well, uh, "Nah, nah," but I'm just, I'm coming to get the. He was like, "Oh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna take care of you. I know I'm gonna take care of you." And I was like, "Oh, all right, man, it's cool." So I just get out. He was like, "You just getting this one passed up?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, cool. He was like, you good? You good? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. He was like, no, like, you good? Like, you good? You good? And he gave me the okay symbol. Like, are you good? Right? The, the, the circular, the, the index finger to the thumb okay with the, with, the th- with the rest of the fingers out. Okay symbol. Mm-hmm. Although immediately it dawned on me after I answered the question, yeah, yes, I'm good. And he was like, oh, I knew it. Okay, all right. And he, and he ran off. He started talking to his boys. He started, you know, getting the stuff or whatever to come crank my fucking, to come jack the car up and take the tire off. And in that moment, I'm on the phone and I'm talking to the person on the phone and I'm like, oh, shit, I think I know what just happened. He asked me if I was good. I said, yeah. Then he asked me, no, no, are you good? And gave me what I thought was the okay symbol, but it was oh, the smoke there signal. There was something in between those fingers. There was something in between those, and those you. you know, something imaginary in between those those fingers. Are you good? Mm-hmm. And I thought, and I said, yeah, yeah. He said, oh, okay. And he was real excited <laughs> and ran off and started getting the stuff together. I was like, okay. And I thought, what are the chances that this guy thinks that I'm someone else, some other black guy that comes here often, that supplies him with a drug and he takes care of him in whatever tire issues he has oh. as compensation? Hey, He gets done patching my stuff up. I go into the front to pay for it. He comes out of the back and he talks to the lady. He was like, oh, how much is the patch up job? She says it was 25. He was like, make it 20 for him. Make it 20 for him. Let's go. (laughs) I was like, I was like, okay. I think at this point, my suspicions have been solidified. I paid the $20, but I had like an extra 11 in singles. Okay. Right. So I had 11 bucks in singles. So I go out there just because this guy's just been such a stand-up guy and he's just had been had such great energy and he knocked my shit down five bucks. I was like, I got these singles. Like, let me just go give them extra 11 bucks. I don't know how often people here get tipped or whatever, but like, let me just give them some money. Like, show my appreciation. 
solid. I, well, that's what I thought. <laughs> oh. Until I walked over to him and I said, hey, man, thanks a lot. And I went to dap him up, give him like sort of the drug dealer handshake where you get put something in their hand and they put something in yours and then you leave leave each other. <laughs> I dapped him up with the money. But even before I got to it, he saw the money in my hand and I saw like a weird look on his face. Like it wasn't a look of gratification. It wasn't a look of, of <laughs> gratitude. It wasn't a look of like surprise. He like sort of looked at it weird and he like took the money and I was like, I appreciate it, man. Like, thanks a lot. And I'm walking over to my car and before I open up the door, I noticed that he's right behind me. <laughs> and he, and I'm about to get in my car. I was like, you have a, you have a good day, man. He was like, he was like, what's, what's up, man? Like, you don't got it. You don't got it for me. And I was like, nah, man, I don't. <laughs> At this point now, I'm just playing the part of, of this supposed drug dealer that, you know, and I'm just like, nah, man, I don't, I don't got it. He was like, oh, man. He was like, I don't, I need it, man. I don't got it today, man. And I was like, ah, I'm sorry. He was like, next time, man, next time. And I'm just like, all right, man, later, man. <laughs> I just got in the car Yo, and left. How, <laughs> how often is that whoever that guy is, how often is he coming through here getting a tire patch? I, I don't I don't know. I I I Because I, I would know. assume that's the only time you see him. Uh, a tire patch or or maybe new tire. I don't know. Yeah, it's just a tire shop. So right. it's like either you're getting your tires patched yeah. or you're getting whole new tires. I don't know why else you would go up there, but enough. Enough, because this guy was super excited to see me to the point where, like, that extra eleven dollars ain't mean shit. Right? He was like, "Nah, man, where's the stuff? You, you don't got the stuff." He was. He put his hand on his head. He was like, "Oh man, like, oh, I don't have it, man." Like, oh, yo. He was like, "All right, next time, man, next time." Yo. So, hey, you ru the, you ruined that man's day. So now I have to go to a. If I have any tire problems, I have to go to a completely different Ron's used tire <laughs> shop now because because he's gonna be there waiting for me, uh -huh. <laughs> right? Like because uh -huh. because now I'd have to go back and be like, hey, hey, sorry, man. Listen, I'm I'm not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that you think I am, and now I gotta make him feel weird for like. He, yeah, because you already went through the entire scenario without I, saying anything. He, because I didn't want, I didn't want to overstep and just because I one, I wanted to make sure that what I thought was going on was actually going on. By the time that was actually concrete for me, it was too. It was it was late. It was late in the game. We was late. We was like one one minute left in the fourth quarter. Uh -huh. So it was like, bro, I just I at this point I'm gonna just get out of here and just I'm just gonna leave. I'm just gonna leave. I wonder what his what his encounter with the real guy is going to be like <laughs> when the guy pulls up. Remember you were here last time and, and you didn't have the stuff. That's so crazy though. You, that gave me, you gave me that fuck ass $11 and ones. It's so crazy <laughs> that you, that you look <laughs> fuck ass $11 that you can look at people because oh, there are times man. where I'll see someone that I've, I've known from my past and I don't recollect their name immediately. But I don't know that I know you from somewhere. And sometimes it takes me a little while to figure it out. But to look at someone and think that they're someone completely different, that doesn't happen to me. Didn't even question it. It doesn't matter what ethnicity you are, what your background is. I don't just mix people up completely yeah. and just start talking to someone as if there's someone else. Yeah. That, that, that doesn't happen. That's wild. And, you know, it was, it was really funny, too, is... 
I said that this, you don't really get this reference, but I said that this should have been something that was on that should be on this season of Atlanta. Mm. There are some people at my job, and I caught them in a in a wild, wild, I don't want to necessarily say racist, but certainly tone-deaf situation. And one of them listens to this, and I hope he finds this hilarious. <laughs> one of them is a manager. And this person's been working hard back to back, like 16 hour days, back to back to back to back. They're getting no type of sleep. They're kind of getting some overtime. They're they're kind of, I don't even know when your salary is out of thing. No, but 16 hour days. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And they, they, I feel like it's kind of sad because they were kind of thrown into this position. I mean, they applied for it, but I don't think that they knew exactly what they were getting themselves into. And they're not necessarily getting the backing that they need to. And I don't even necessarily know if they need to be in this particular position at this particular time. Mm -hmm. I don't really know if they have the mental fortitude for this. Either way, this person's tired is the moral of that little story. He's super tired, kind of burnt out and just panics and, and is very frantic about sometimes a lot of little things that are going on. It's just all magnified to this person. And we have a lot of Spanish speaking people that work with us. Mm -hmm. Some of them so where they don't speak much English. And so a lot of times people don't speak a lot of Spanish or, or trying to give direction to some of these people. So you got to go grab someone that that is bilingual to help you out if you're trying to give direction to someone that only speaks Spanish, right? And this manager finds himself trying to bring together whatever Spanish 101 that he took, you know, 19 years ago <laughs> and trying to piece that together to give some directions. It's horrible a lot of time, but he, he's trying. You ain't stepping? No, sometimes I'll, I'll help out. Okay. Yeah. And there, there's a guy that also works with us. And this guy is Indian. Uh -huh. Okay. He speaks a language called Malayalam. Okay. Okay. That's not Spanish. I right. just want to let you know. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not Spanish. He doesn't hail from a, a Spanish-speaking country. It, it, he's not Puerto Rican. He's not Peruvian. He's not Bolivian. He's not Salvadorian. <clears throat> he's not Mexican. He's not Spanish. He's none of these things. He's Indian. This manager, so tired one day, was like, you know what? Like, He was like, sometimes I just play a game with myself of just like, how tired are you really? <laughs> and the answer for today is, well, I keep trying to speak Spanish to Chaco, who is the Indian gentleman. <laughs> For some reason, every once in a while, he's coming up to this guy who is Indian and just trying to talk to him in the in the 10 Spanish words that he has in his vocabulary. Does Chaco speak English? Very little. Okay. I mean, well, well, much more than he does Spanish. He knows like a few Spanish. He probably knows less Spanish words than this manager does. Right. Right. So he he speaks, you know, deep, bro very, very broken English. But at the same time that this manager said this, who happens to be a, a white person, another white person was like, oh, my God, I feel you on that. Like, I try to speak Spanish to him all the time, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> and... And if another friend of mine started laughing 
And I started, I mean, I was doubled over laughing. The issue is, is that those three are laughing at a very superficial level. I have a hearty laugh happening because no one understands what I understand about what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. So I tell my friends later, as well as one of the people that committed the act, I'm like, do you have any idea how tone deaf what you said was? You just saw a man that has light brown skin. And because he has light brown skin, you just start speak. You just try to start speaking to him in Spanish. You know him. He works with us. He, you know that he is an Indian man. But yet you just see this light brown complexion and you know that he's not black and you know he's not white. So you just try to start putting together hola, leche, huevos, <laughs> like whatever little Spanish words that you have and try to speak it to him. It's crazy. That is that. But but the reason I bring that up is because this guy at the tire shop saw me as a black man. Now, again, I don't just confuse people regardless, but I, I don't think that I'm just a black dude that looks like every other black dude. I don't know if I look generic, if that's a thing. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's the case. I just got a low cut in black skin. Maybe that's enough. But like a 2K player. <laughs> Just default before you even change anything. I was like, I guess I'm that guy. I don't know. But from his vantage point, he saw this black dude roll up. And I wonder if the guy even has a Kia or not. Like, what if he just has a completely different car? Like, it's just not even a Kia. But he sees me and he's like, oh, hey. Like, I'm just immediately I'm that guy that has the drugs. Uh -huh. And these guys look at this guy, Chaco. And immediately they just try to start speaking Spanish to him. It's like, guys, you know that he's an Indian man. Right. Like, why are you guys trying to talk? You, like, how wildly tone deaf is that? Yeah. Like, that, that is absolutely that's insane. crazy tone deaf. Like, you, he's not a new person. And even if it is, he doesn't look his Like, he looks like an Indian guy. But even if you didn't know that. You know who he is. Yeah. You work with him every day. Yeah. But you still try to speak Spanish to him. Like, that is wildly absent-minded. Yeah. Wildly absent-minded. So I had to break, because I was crying laughing. Like, <laughs> the things that people don't see, but they're, but they're, the reason I said that ought to be a scene in Atlanta is because there's a scene sort of like that in Atlanta. Where Earn, who is Donald Glover, is like running away from this guy that wants to hurt him. Mm -hmm. And... They're in the UK. I think they're in Amsterdam at this time, I believe. And there's like some really weird tradition, like some Christmas tradition where I guess Santa has some little helper and the little helper fell down the chimney. And so now he has like black skin. So people blackface over there. And, and you know, they wear curly hair and black skin. It's like a, it's kind of like a weird thing. OK. Yeah. And so that was implemented in the episode. And so Donald Glover like runs away from this guy, but he runs through a crowd of people, like white people that have black paint on their faces. And this guy that's chasing him, this white guy is chasing him, runs up to one of these people because he gets lost in the crowd. And he runs up to one of these white people and turns him around, like pulls his shoulder. And it's clearly <laughs> like not Donald Glover. <laughs> like anyone, like it's clearly not him. Like it's just a dude, a white dude doing blackface uh -huh. and he looks at him for a second 
and then fucking slugs him like the dude from Damn. Extra Space and drops him and gets on top of him. And first you think he's just doing it out of anger because he lost Earn in the crowd. But then he's on top of him like, why are you making me do this to you? Why are you? Like, so he thinks that that's him. And he's just beating the shit out of a white dude that is wearing blackface. Damn. And you and people might look at a, a scene like that and think that's overblown. Like, that's too much. But I don't think it is. Yeah. I, mean, I think that some people truly, bro, like, we don't know what other people are seeing, like, how they're perceiving the world. Like, you could legitimately be looking at someone and just think, I think that looks like that person. I had a guy that we that we also worked with at my job. And during one of our huge brunches, he walks, he walks in the back. He's like, dude, like Scarlett Johansson's at table 23. Scarlett Johansson at Table 23. Now, that's not the craziest thing because we have, you know, actors and actresses and politicians and all sorts of famous people come through. So it's like, okay, that lady, I wish I had a fucking photo. <laughs> now, this was a white dude thinking that he saw a white lady, Scarlett Johansson. Now, the thing is, Scarlett Johansson, beautiful person mm. she's she has one of the most recognizable faces it's such a distinct face and her voice it's like one of those sort of faces that you don't you don't mix up with other people mm. it's like oh is that idris alba is that denzel washington like you know if that's fucking idris alba or denzel washington you right. know if that's scarlett johansson you know if someone is someone right that's this woman looked nothing like Scarlett, like I mean, she was just white with blonde hair. Not an ounce. Nothing, bro. And I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, bro, that's her. And he went over and looked at. He was like, bro, that's her. And I'm like, that is. What are you looking at? <laughs> so, so, like, when so when I, the more and more I get in touch with that, I truly understand. It's not just about colors being kind of off. Remember when that huge, like meme went out and it was like a brown. It was I. It was like the dress. Was, yeah, it was like a dress, yeah. and it was either gonna be like brown and gold to you, or or like or blue like and something, blue and silver, or it was something like that. Yeah. Well, it's not even just like colors being kind of off to us. Like I was perceiving colors and like sounds differently. Some like we're legitimately seeing just different things. Yeah, <laughs> just different things. You're, you're, you're hearing people say things that they didn't not say. Uh -huh. People are saying things and it, it probably happens. That's probably like doing a podcast is probably extremely like it could be very damaging for anyone's image mm -hmm. because you're just getting so much of what any podcaster has to say. You don't hear people talk this much in your regular everyday life. Mm -hmm. So but for people that podcast, we're just giving it out. Mm -hmm. We're just talking. So much that people hear, they're hearing, they're like, there are certain words coming through, and then there's certain words that people don't want to hear, and they want it to fit and confirm their own bias that are dropping out, and they're filling them with their own words. Like, they're doing fill in the blanks, with, but there are no blanks. Like, I'm filling in the blank. I'm giving you full ideas mm -hmm. and full sentences, but people are not listening, not paying attention, and they're coming up with their own words that I said, their own ideas mm -hmm. that people are conveying through the microphone. And people are looking at completely different people. It's so, it's so fascinating to me. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's it's uh tone deaf is just the perfect 
It's a perfect word for it. Absolutely. People are just tone deaf in so many ways, but it's astonishing when you get an account of it and you can like study an account of it in had, front of you. Had that man hype up there at the tire shop. Oh my gosh. He thought, man, I think he ran off to his boys and was like the weed man here or whatever this dude gives him. Like <laughs> he's like, we got it today. Like he's back. What's fun, the funniest part about it is him following you to your car. Oh yeah, he yeah, that, that $11 was not enough. He followed me straight to my car and I was like, "Have a good day." Like I didn't even get to open up my door before he was like, "Wait, what? What's going on, man?" Like, you know, <laughs> he was distraught, bro. <laughs> he was legitimately distraught, man. Oh my gosh. Oh man. People are so funny. They, <laughs> they, they are, are so funny. They are. You got you got anything else going on in your life, man? Oh, anything gosh. else you want you want you want to share with the people? Anything Exciting going on, aside from the fact that you, you're leaving your job, um, which I know. Congratulations. Congratulations. You're leaving. You've been wanting to get out yeah, for a little I, while now. I can't stand that place, and I'm ready to go. Um, the semester is over, so I can take back a portion of my life. Yeah. Uh, school is done. I've passed all my classes. I've aced all of my exams, and I get to enjoy my summer, and I'm looking forward to that. Right. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be taking any summer classes whatsoever. Hell no. I need a break. But you have. But you don't have much left. Correct. You, um, you've been going to school for like 12 years now. Like, I mean, but the thing is, is I don't take a, I'm not on a full time schedule. Well, I know. So, you know, I'm, a yeah. lot normal college kids are taking like five, you know, five classes a semester. I take like two or three. Right. So my pace is going to be a little slow. Of now. course. Of course. However, I am almost to my associates. Right. Yeah. I probably have like two semesters left to be halfway done. And, and what's and what's going on with these certifications? Are we been looking into these at all? Yeah. Um, so quite honestly, if I do take this networking one, I got to go through that book one more time. Because mm. um, to be honest with you, I feel like half the reason why I ace the class is because it's online and I can always refer to my book yeah. when I'm doing something. Yeah. Doing homework, taking a test. I can. Al I always have the option to refer to my book. Right. Um, so I would really need to go through that book again mm. and you know jot down some more notes, do a little more studying before I take that, uh, that certification. But... Um, Certifications would be so up in the air for me. I'm really considering just going kind of backwards. Well, it's not even backwards. It's really just kind of like laterally, laterally, um, and looking more into the um, into the A plus uh, because I, I think it's it'll be a little easier for me to do that one, and I think it'll help me understand some of the networking concepts a little bit better. Okay, but I think that might be what I want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest with you, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. Well, listen, I, I wish you good luck in all your future endeavors. Yeah. But once I get this associates, I can actually start looking for a job in the IT field. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So how many classes are you taking in the fall? Do you know? Um, I'll probably jump back into three. I took two this semester because one of the classes I signed up for ended up being one of those eight week courses that I do not want to do. Mm. Um, so I'm probably going to jump back into uh, three classes. Is it, you don't want to do it because it's just so jam packed. Yeah, full it's of just information. too much information jam packed. When it would normally be 16 weeks. 16 weeks. That's mm -hmm. a hell of a difference. Yeah, it is. It's a hell of a difference. Yeah, the workload must be crazy yeah exactly yeah. i just don't know if i have the commitment and the time mm. for it you know yeah. what i'm saying because yeah. some of these classes be a lot of work already even though they're 16 weeks mm. so yeah yeah all right man yeah any last words for the people um shout out miss robin <laughs> <laughs> shout out to miss robin and shout to everybody that listens to the podcast yet again you know i was kind of off my game for a while but i, I want to get back to thanking the people 
that listen to this, whether you watch it on YouTube or you listen to it on Apple or SoundCloud or Spotify, or you just like the clips that I put up on Instagram, even whatever it is, or you just you like it on my Snapchat or the TikTok, or you just text my phone about something or you just talk to me. That's really what I want to do here. I want I want more people to talk to me. That sounds wild because I talk to a lot of people, but I really, really enjoy it. Like I, I, the other day I, I got off of a, a podcast with Incredible, right? Mm. And that was an awesome episode that we did. Yeah, I don't know when it's going to air, but that was an awesome episode we recorded. And then right after that, I got right on the phone with Tia so we could talk some pot stuff. Mm. She and, coming through? Nah, man. Her voice is great, too. Her voice is great. And I told her that I'm upset with her for acting like it's not. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 fantastic. She's got a great smile. She's got great personality. She's smart. She's she's quick. You know, like it's like she's knowledgeable. It's like you just you come sit down. So we we there's going to be a point because I think that this is still the infancy of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We're a hundred. This is going to be hundred sixteen. Clap it up. Hundred sixteen episodes in. But I think that th- we're going to look at this as the infancy. At a point in time, we're just going to continue to see it grow. That's how I truly look at it still. At some point, she will be here. It doesn't matter if, if it's episode 365, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that needs to be it. 365. Mm-hmm. Maybe at that point, she will come. But at some point, she will be here. Uh, we just, I just got to, you know, I just got to work her into it. I, saw, um, I spoke to, uh, to Brad yesterday. He's ready to go. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh he yeah, he ready to go. Oh yeah, tell him swing on through. All right. He was great. I, I love to have him back. Um, but yeah, so I, I had a conversation with her, and then while I was on the phone with her, Mikey had called me. So I got off the phone with her and called him. Him and I had an awesome conversation about a bunch of cool, super big brain shit. <laughs> got off the phone with him, and then the lady, and I was on the phone with her. And so I was just, I was just talking to just. A, a myriad of very awesome people. And then, you know what's great, too, is at the end of all this conversing, I thought, man, I just have really cool people in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, all the conversations I have with people are just awesome. They're pleasant. They're they're, they're nice. They're considerate. But they're also thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And they're meaningful. And it's just like all these people that I had a conversation with throughout like the whole second half of my day which is a slew of awesome ass conversations that I feel like truly nourished the mind. I was like, this is, this is, this is dope. So I'm bringing this to say, like, I want, I want to, I want to meet more people. You know, Jess is introducing me to people, people she would like to come talk to or, or have be on the pod. And, and, and I'm, I'm with it. I, I want people to introduce me to more people and whether I'm just going out and speaking to them or if they feel comfortable enough to come on to the podcast before or after we just have a regular, you know, hangout out mm-hmm. somewhere. Like, it's whatever. I'm just down to meet new people and, and, and chat it up and whether we record it or not. So I want that to be known as well as the fact that, as always, love everyone that listens to this and, and everyone that doesn't. And thank you very much for supporting this podcast, as you all have. And uh, we'll be back <clears throat> more later on. Episode 116. Episode 116. Peace, everybody. Peace.